Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. I am Shay, I use they, them pronouns. I am playing Alusha, who uses she, her pronouns, and she is a noble elf. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. My name is Moss, I use ze, them pronouns. And I'm playing Ember, who uses they-them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel. I use they-them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they-them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. To catch Shay up on... We have only done the one episode without Alusha. So what I had Alusha do was basically stay wolfy out of an excessive emotion and not wanting to like talk about things or deal with things. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah, it, it seemed like a reasonably Alusha thing to go with. The, well, this is way too much to deal with. I'm going to be a wolf for a couple of days. I would. Yeah. So where we are with stuff is, I want to say, real is carrying Terpsichore's bones. Mm-hmm. Wrapped up in a... In a Bag or a blanket or something. Not not like loose in his hands. Just an armful of bones. <laughs> but Rill has collected the bones. You you took a one day detour down to Ember's home village. Turns out to be called Grisgard. It's in the forest. Met their very large big sibling trick. They went off overnight to the well not overnight until about two in the morning to the forge. Um, and made a magic weapon. You don't know what it does yet, but it's magic. You stayed a wolf, so... Which meant that when you were leaving in in the morning, and Trick met you at the edge of the village, as they said they would, to see you off, and instead of seeing you off, was there in full armour with their horse and came with you, Trick still doesn't know that you're a people. So yes, you 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 have left, or you are about... you You are in the process of leaving. With Trek and a horse in tow. But I believe that your plan now is to go to Fossberg and uh, report in mm. on where things are with that tithe that you were bringing and are now not bringing. I continue to be very nervous about this plan. Well, we have to tell somebody, and if we just disappear, they'll think we took it. Good point. Oh, Shay, you may also have missed that. Um, it turns out we recognize, or well, not mm. me included in that we, but the rest of the team recognized who the burglars were, and they were in fact courier team number forty-three. Ah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, dunk. Okay. Cool. We were betrayed. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I'm laughing at my ah shit, ah dunk. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that this reaction to the yes. <laughs> we're keeping that in. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> well, it phonetically for you. Okay, you are leaving 
not super early in the morning. It's like 10 a.m. But you can probably still get to Fossberg by, by around sunset. Trick and Ember both at least conceptually know the way. You've probably been there a couple of times. It's not, not hugely far away. So you, you probably have been there and you will not have any particular difficulty navigating. <laughs> Thank you, Shay. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> I forgot to mention my when when I introduced myself and Phil Armour, I forgot to mention my sash. Oh yeah. I've got a big Phil sash, and a sash. With a medal or something strapped on it. Something on those lines. Um, yeah, em- Ember would be used to seeing it. Um I don't think mm-hmm. either the other two of you would recognise it. There you go. There's a little mystery for you. Talking with my mouth full is a bad habit to start with, let alone on microphone. That's <laughs> right. You can probably give it a minute. Well, does it look like it's just part of the whole outfit, or like does it look special? I mean, you know, it looks like a medal. I would say, in combination with the sash, it has a vaguely military air. Mm. That's probably what you could pick up. Mm. Okay. You keep your eyes out as you travel through the forest because you are not stupid people. Mm. Well. Alleged. You're currently being sensible <laughs> people and you keep an eye out as you go through the forest. You see slightly less wildlife than trick you are used to. I mean, you are out in the woods all the time. Mm. Um, and you are used to how many birds you would see and how many squirrels and, and definitely walking with a wolf is... Cutting down slightly on the amount of wildlife you're actually seeing. Mm. Could I uh, try some sort of survival roll to see if I detect something awry, other than the fact that we've got a wolf with us, and that's yeah, go for it. it. We've got a giant eagle as well. I mean, yeah, you're a little menagerie. Uh, that would be a nine. Nothing is standing out. You figure it's probably you've got a wolf and an eagle. Hmm. Do it. How far is it to Fosberg anyway? It's, it's going to take you the day. You'll, 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 oh, okay. you'll oh, oh, get there really by. Not far from Fosberg, then. No, you, you are you are a day's walk. Um, there's probably. Well, I was going to say there's probably a market town nearer than Fosberg, but you are in the forest, which is much less densely occupied. Hmm. So it might actually be that you go to Fosberg when you have like stuff to sell and stuff to buy and stay the night. Um, I, I will point out that the wolf is wearing adorable armor. I have noticed the adorable armor. What makes it adorable? The fact that it's a wolf wearing it. Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, it's it, it's the wolf is wearing armor and carrying a pack, which is very well trained for a canine. It is a very well trained canine. Shall I shall I, shall I buy it and um, accelerate this conversation? So, well, you don't have to have the conversation. I just feel like you might want to have this conversation before you get to Fosberg. If you want to get to Fosberg, still a wolf. Oh, yeah, that's a point. So, uh, Ember, I see you've moved into exotic leatherwork. Unfortunately, that one's not my doing. Um, that was commissioned. Uh, no. Oh, um, that brings up a thing that you might want to know. Before you find out incidentally, like I did, um, this is a Lucia. She's not actually a wolf. She's a werewolf, but a 
good, safe friend, werewolf. Great. Which I did not find out until she turned into a werewolf mid-fight. Oh, you've been, you've, you've been keeping interesting company, haven't you? Which it kind of chuffs, like makes, a, you know, you know how dogs like will kind of go, like she kind of makes one of those sounds. Well, uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance, Lucia. Again, um, sorry for not giving you a proper meal last night. Um, well, well, well. Anything else you want to mention that hasn't come up before? I know, I know you've told me a lot about your adventures. Uh, oh yeah. Last night I think I made a magic weapon. I don't know what it does yet, but it feels magic. There you are. Okay. Uh, I think it gave me a vision. What? Well, I was sort of yelling at the gods after you left. And it started, I don't know, maybe it was just channeled through it or something, but it was a lot. And I'll describe my vision as as best as I can. Mm-hmm. So Rill tells you about um, you know, yelling at the gods and feeling swept up and the world sort of laid out below him and a voice... Um, answering his demand to, to know what it was all about and whether it really meant anything with it means the world. Well, not every day that happens, is it? No. Although you're, you're probably a bit more used to that sort of thing. Not? No. I, I didn't expect a response at all, really. I, I mean, it just doesn't happen like that. Not even for us. Well. It does seem to be a trend of our gods being a bit more responsive. That's true. Probably because of our very important quest. Are you sort of you on your own like quest from the messenger or whatnot? I know it's not 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 most uh most of you wouldn't come up here. Sort of probe. <laughs> uh no, not no, nothing like that, really. I just uh, wanted to see more of the world, and I am certainly seeing more of the world now than I thought I would. Although, don't take that the wrong way. Your forest is lovely. It's nice and cool and dark. It's it's very nice. Oh, thanks very much. Uh, I've seen I've seen a good chunk of it, though. Just uh, I kind of gesture Brimwood. Kind of up and down. Mm-hmm. Can't say I've ever left, so I'm not sure what I compare it to. I'm certainly glad to be up where it's cooler than uh, some of the other cities we were traveling about through. So, I, I think I think we should probably probably press on, eh? Absolutely, it is. It is an uneventful journey. Mm. Um, you you pass some other groups of, of travellers, um, of which you are very much the oddest-looking group, what with the wolf in armour and the giant eagle chick and the drow. Mm. It's not. You don't see a lot of drow in the forest. Elves, yes, because there is an elven retreat, and half-elves, therefore, also yes, but drow, those are unusual. But nobody um, causes you any trouble. 
they just give you some curious looks as you pass. Vosburg, when you reach it in the sunset, is compared to the places that would consider themselves civilized lands, has much less in the way of masonry. It's a much more wooden, timbered city. Well, town. It's not a huge place. It is set at the bottom of a cliff, and there is a minor river that tumbles off the cliff, forming this large waterfall, and then runs through the town. There is a constant noise of falling water in the town. A lot of the buildings are roundhouses with their, their roofs are conical, and they come quite low to the ground. They're only a couple of feet off the ground at the edges to trap the heat as much as possible and shed the snow in the winter. But right now it is spring, and there are flowers springing up in the eaves of the huts and muddy, muddy roads. The centre of the town is what used to be the palace. But it's not called the palace anymore. It is now called the Summer Lair. It's where the dragon sleeps. The buildings around it are somewhat grander, somewhat more likely to be made of stone around a, a flat stone plaza. If there was ever an actual palace there, it's been reduced to rubble. What there is now is a flat plaza of stone, big enough for a dragon to sleep on. And you, you can see as you come towards it, just the, the buildings opening out to this wide space and a cold mist hanging in the air and obscuring the view across that plaza. You would know, Trick and Ember, that this is not where the dragon keeps her treasure. She keeps that in her other lair up in the glacier fields of the very far north. This is the place from which the forest is ruled insofar as that's meaningful. She doesn't take care of much of the day-to-day -day herself. She leaves that to the steward, who you would know by reputation as Brynna Longflight. And if you ask around, uh, you will be able to find which of these somewhat grander buildings around the plaza she is found in. I do have to ask here, Alusha, are you still a wolf? I was thinking about that. Um, is, is there, uh, can, I, can I transform back into a human somewhere um, that is away from prying eyes? Yeah, as you are approaching the town, you, you, you can duck off in between some trees and behind some bushes and um, emerge as not a wolf, but a purple-haired, fairly tall elf. Hey. Alicia? Hello. Nice to uh, formally meet you in this form. Uh, same, I'm sure. I will offer my hand awkwardly and slightly nervously to shake. She kind of uh, smirks and um, shakes it firmly. Introductions made. You can proceed into the city. So what exactly are you planning to tell Longfly? Hmm. Well, that probably would have been a good thing to hammer out. Um, but why not just I tell figured this something the truth something like the truth well why not just tell her is because 
there are two main kinds of tribute that the dragon accepts. Wealth and food. And if we're to be coming up and saying, well, we'd lost the wealth, and I spread my hands expressively. <laughs> but we're also planning on going to find that wealth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think assurances that we will find them, that we know who they are, and that we intend to intend to not rest until we find them seems like it should offer some sort of of uh respect trust i don't i don't know yeah well no uh, whatever you think best ember being fueled by revenge is probably uh something that will be on our side I'll, uh, I'll let you do the talking, shall I? And we'll, if it's easy enough to find out, perhaps we proceed to... Yeah, with this, with this semblance of a plan, <laughs> you proceed into what, what is more or less um, the steward's palace. It's not palatial. It's a, it's a substantial building. Um... But it's fairly chilly inside. It doesn't have as many windows as you would expect from a, a, a grand palatial building because that would just make it colder inside. Uh, it's not highly decorated, it, it, but it is fairly large. And the steward is not the only functionary based here. Um, a, a lot of the the administrative functions of government are, are carried out from here. It's not like her personal mansion. Although she, she'll have an apartment somewhere here. But you can, you can find the building very easily. You can find... There's essentially a reception desk. You come in through the grand doors, and there is somebody in a little office nook of their own who will call out to you as, as you walk in and say, what can we do for you? Just a, an ordinary-looking halfling with a plaited beard who just looks like he does this all day he's not aggressive he just wants to know why you're here we need to talk to longstrider please frowns at you and does the steward need to speak to you yes we're couriers and you are carrying what that's sort of the problem um, we were carrying tribute. We um, are no longer carrying anything. I see. And you can see he's going pale under his freckles. We yes, were ambushed. I think you do need to speak to the steward. Let, uh, could you wait here a moment and I will go and see if she's with anyone? Of course. <clears throat> He hops off his, his chair and disappears through a door at the back of his little office. And you, you wait here for several minutes, at least, you know, probably four or five minutes, just standing awkwardly in this antechamber at the opening of the palace, twiddling your thumbs, feeling very out of place because it's that sense of when you walk into a, a, a 
place where people are working and you have no part in the rhythm of what's going on. You know, stuff's happening. You don't understand anything that's happening in terms of specifics and you're just sort of slightly out of place. After five minutes, he'll open the, the main doors and say, uh, follow me, please. And lead you up. It leads you to a corner of the building and then up uh, two flights of a spiral staircase along another corridor. Give a, a, a sharp rap on an unlabeled door about halfway along the corridor, which will put you more or less over the entrance again, and says, I'll leave you to it, and heads off quite rapidly back down the stairs. And you, you hear uh, a voice from inside say, come in. We um, quick question. What, what, what courier group are we? What number are we? 42. 42? The answer to life, the universe, and everything. <laughs> okay, cool. You go in, into the office. It's a large office. It's been paneled in dark wood. There's a big, solid desk in front of the window. And sitting behind it in something that is not quite ornate enough to be a throne is the steward in a long flight. She is a blonde halfling. She has two long blonde plaits hanging down behind her. And her eyes, when she looks at you, are completely white with horizontal slit pupils. She's wearing... Nice clothes in dark wool with fur trim. And there's a, a heavy copper chain around her shoulders, like a mayoral chain, which is decorated with little pendants like snowflakes and stars. She has her hands folded on the desk, just sort of stares at the four of you as you come in. I'm told you're a group of couriers. Correct. We are Courier Guild 42. Then we, I assume you have what was to be brought to us. Fortunately, we do not. We were ambushed and our numbers reduced. Um, but we have sworn vengeance. And we came to let you know that the tribute is still coming. We will find it. We know who stole it. It just may be a bit delayed. The Queen does not stand for delays. When Midsummer comes, she will expect the tribute. Understood. You have a forest accent. Where are you from? Um, Grisgard. Hmm. Then let me make something plain to you. If the people of Grisgard have lost the tribute, then the people of Grisgard will pay it. People of Grisgard had nothing to do with this. The tribute's not Grisgard's tribute, um, Your Grace. Um, it's nonetheless. Forgive my ignorance, but when is uh, midsummer? You have two months. We'll have it back before then. I hope so. Because if it is not, I will have to tell the Queen how it went astray. Understood. Find what was lost, or find something equally valuable. I don't much care which. But the Queen demands lives as much as she does treasure, and if I have no treasure to give her, she will take vengeance. There will be no vengeance needed on her part. 
we will succeed in exacting our own vengeance on those who ambushed us. I hope so. It would be much tidier for everyone involved. You said you know who stole it. Who? Ember looks somewhat nervously at Rill and Alusha. Fellow couriers. <laughs> From your guild? Unfortunately. They attacked us on the road. What kind of a guild is this? They can't take care of something as simple as that. It isn't the guild's we... fault. It's those people's fault. But believe me, I intend to have words with the guild when we returned. It's just that Fosberg was closer, and I thought it most respectful for you to know what was happening. And I appreciate the information. I agree that this is not something that should have happened in any respectable guild. Seems to me that whoever is running your guild might want to uh, clean house. It would appear so. Where do you think they've gone? Well, they continued to head in this direction, but it would seem foolish to bring the tribute where it was due if you did not intend to give it over. That um, would be unusual behavior, yes. Yes. But I expect they are intending to hide out somewhere in the forest. Somewhere where they think that the guild won't be able to find them. You think they're just in this for their own wealth? They're not working for anyone? I think they might be working for someone. They didn't just attack us with their own abilities. They had a water elemental that they unleashed on us. That's not something normal that regular guild members would just have. Hmm. Have you heard anything about who might be demanding the Queen's tribute? Not in specific. It's a large amount of gold and gems. Mm -hmm. And many people who would like it. Of course. But an elemental... You mean one of them was a wizard? They had it in some sort of... Uh, a necklace or something. It wasn't a, a traditional summoning. Were you heading in this direction from where? Where where were you when you when they attacked you? Were you still in the flat? Yes, we were. Hmm. While I would never suggest there was any malfeasance on the part of our neighbours, you might want to make some inquiries with the College of Artificers. Certainly if someone is carrying around elementals in their pocket... They might have supplied them. It makes sense. It used to be a kingdom. So if you find your way to the kingdom of Prahl, you'll find the college. They are on the border of the forest. We trade with them a lot because, of course, the forest produces magical raw materials they need. But uh, they are remarkably reluctant to be of assistance with the sort of problem we're having now. The sort of a problem we're having now? The one where we need four or five thousand worth of golden gems in a hurry. Ah, of course. They don't want to deal with a dragon. Yes, terribly strange. I've just been getting paler and paler throughout this entire exchange. You say that, I pretty much choke. <laughs> oh no. 
Well, unless you have any other information that might prove useful, I think we'd best head to rest early and be on our way early. Yes, I think acting promptly would be very wise. Yes. Just kind of looks at you until you back out of her office. Well, uh, she was cheerful. Mm-hmm. I can't make the noise feel to pick up panicked, panicked breathing, so I'll just have to imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ember's definitely shaking horrifically. Oh, okay, okay. We'll we'll press on when we can. We'll we'll go back. We'll go back by the village on the way home. On the way out, we'll go to Gregor's guard. I'll I'll let them know, um, and I'll. Uh, um, right. Well, are we are we stopping in here or are we camping outside? You, you, you're, yeah, you're currently in a corridor in the town hall. Outside right. the office. I, I mean, literally. <laughs> literally, yeah. <laughs> Walk and talk. Yeah. I think we'd best rent a room or a couple of rooms in the city and then be on our way more refreshed. Hmm. It'd be safer, certainly. And I'll need oh, to get more stuff as well. See? Less panicked. Mm. I don't know about that. Less shaky. Right. Yeah, it's easy enough to find somewhere to, to sleep. You can ask around and get directions to, to somewhere that has lodgings. It's less rooms and more like curtained off wedges of a roundhouse. Mm. But you get the benefit of the fire in the middle. Mm. But you, you can find somewhere that, you know, gives lodging to people who've come to trade or to, to visit or to travel. I will um, get the horse stable as well. And before we, before we, um, uh, before we sleep, I'm going to slip away from the group. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining with a big waterfall... Um, there's probably a temple or a shrine or something? There is absolutely uh, a temple built up against the cliff face right near the waterfall, uh, which is dedicated to the Lord of Falling Waters, which is, I assume, what you're looking for. Indeed. Is anyone following me or um, coming with um, me? Nope. Oh, to the party. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'll go, I'll go there. And um, I think it's probably a fairly meditative um, practice. Um, yeah, it's not exactly clanging bells and fireworks. Yeah. And I'll um, sit up at the sacred site and just try and, um, you know, pray for safety, <laughs> pray for peace and, um, and for, and for marshal and for, and for the marshal skill to bring that peace. How long do you stay? Um, I'm a practical soul, so probably longer than I sensibly should to get enough sleep, but not that much longer. I'm not sure exactly how late it is. It, it, it's reasonably early. It's only about 7pm when you finish. Oh, okay, the then yeah, I, I will stay for a few hours. Like. Okay, uh, uh, in which case, at some point you will be approached by one of the priests, a lady in middle age with just a... Faint scattering of moustache. Mm. 
in the simple robes with the rope belt that the priests of this faith wear. And she will sit beside you for a bit as you're praying. And when, when she feels she will not be interrupting you too much, says, are you all right? Uh, I've, I've had some bad news. Serious? Quite serious. Yes, quite serious. Um, I have two months to save my family and home from death and pillage. So, so quite serious. I'm probably still in full armour at this point because I haven't really had a chance to get out of it. The priest's head just turns slightly in the direction of the palace. I nod. Because I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. What else would it be? That is serious. Is it... Is it a personal offence? Is there perhaps some way we could intervene? Uh, only with the Lord himself, I imagine. We have... Uh, well, uh, I might as well say we've... We've got to track down some bandits who've... Who've interfered in her tribute. And uh, we've only have so long to do it, so... So I'm hoping that oh dear, my sibling hasn't gotten in completely over their heads. But the people they're chasing have, well, they killed, they killed one before last time they tangled, and and I don't know, I don't know if I'm, if I'm stronger or weaker than that that one. So so, it's a little different to, to avoid things, hunting people. They're a little smarter by and large, and I mean we don't even know where they are, and. And I've got, I've got children back home. Yeah. And it's just, it's just been a bit of a change. The forest has, has laboured under its queen for long enough to know that the threat of disaster is always there, but it does not mean the disaster is always coming. You have been given a challenge, but you have not been given an execution date. You have a chance. I, I, I prevent myself out of respect for, for, for her sacred work from pointing out that we have very much been given. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll um, press some coin into her hands and ask for a blessing because it feels like a thing to do at a monastery. She, she will give you a blessing. Very happily, it's part of her standards. Someone has come to pray and they are distressed and therefore she doesn't really have much practical advice to give other than like mm. try to succeed, which you knew already. Uh, it's always a little, isn't it? No, yeah, I knew I should I knew I should have I knew I should have worked I knew I should have devoted myself to the scourger. The scourger gives you probably more, more practical practical support in your your martial conquest, <laughs> Russian martial efforts. Instead, you got they do the you got the do the job that is in front of you, and then go home. Faith. It's good. It's great. <laughs> anyway, I'll take the blessing. I feel I feel like I'm going to need it, and then I'll um. Head off. I think um, we will mechanize the blessing as saying you can have a, a, a D4 inspiration dice. Sweet. That's nice. That's good value. We reward the doing of religion around here. Oh, yeah. 
Before anyone else complains, you've got visions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our visions were only mildly terrifying. There's nothing like the threat of a dragon eating all of your children to focus the mind. Mm. Would anyone else like to, to do anything before we fast forward to morning? Ember's gonna do hella push-ups and <laughs> is also like polishing and scrubbing the hell out of their armor and sharpening their axe and just inspecting their shield for the slightest bit of damage and just trying to make everything perfect as if their armor being perfect and shiny and undented would make it stronger. Mm -hmm. Chris? Uh, I'd like to knock on Ember's door at some point in this frantic uh, cleaning spree and <laughs> sort of just linger in the doorway. Can we talk? What's up? It's about the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why doesn't anybody do anything about it? She's a great and powerful dragon. Um, but also, the forest has all kinds of weird and unknowable magics. Um, and to a certain extent, she's able to provide some protection from that. How? Oh. I got the impression she doesn't even live around here very often, from what you and Trig have said. There's, there's the threat of her existence that offers protection. Hmm. Well, what does she do with all of this gold and jewelry and such? I mean, she's still a dragon. I think she still just kind of hoards it. Uh, I guess... I guess I never questioned that. Rill is frowning deeply at this point. So, you're just going to take your whole village being threatened and Tipsickery dying at face because of the threat of a an angry lizard? I mean, I don't... I don't doubt that she would kill my entire village. Um... <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I'm I never sorry, had to I, question these sort of things before. I, I didn't mean to upset you, I just... No, I... I think... I think I should have questioned this before. I think perhaps we shouldn't question these things so loudly in a common area. But oh, oh! I thought I thought Ember was in their room. I didn't want to speak about this in the common area. <laughs> yes, yes, but um, the door is still open, and oh, right. As as private as a room is, it's still part of a of a like an inn, which That's is still true. yeah. Real will no. uh, close the door behind him and actually come into the room. I'm not saying we should march up to the dragon and uh, or anything like that but I mean there has to be something someone can do living in terror like this it's I don't know I wouldn't like it 
Yeah. Um... And if you're not even getting any of the gold back to help people with, it doesn't seem worth it. I guess. Do, do you not have a monarchy in the Underdark? I don't have dragons. Well, I mean, she's a dragon, but she holds the position same as any other royalty I've heard of. I've, I've, I mean... Most royalty I've heard of can't light you on fire. I mean, they could. Well, not personally, generally. Also, if I can interject, I feel like if your royalty can light you on fire, that is all the more reason to do as they say. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Is this uh, is this trick now walking into the room or? I feel I feel I feel like I feel like trick would not want to be involved in this conversation at all. But you know, I just I feel Mel has opinions. <laughs> If, yeah. dear old, if dear old Lizzie could set me on fire, <laughs> I might not be quite such a Republican. Uh, ben, what kind of rulership do Drow have generally? I think I think I might. I think I ought to know this, but I. Yeah, you, this is this is something that you would definitely know. Um, you have a series of unnecessarily complex ruling councils and every city has its own particular arrangement and then like there's one of the ruling councils is all the senior wizards across drow civilization kind of get together and make arrangements about how magic's going to work so there's kind of a council of semi-elected elders who run the city and then there is also the wizard government that governs wizard stuff Which means they have a big, a large amount of say in, in how certain bits of trade are conducted and how certain bits of defense are conducted and things like that. Ah. So it's, it's, you do not have a singular monarch. You have an equally unaccountable ring of people who are in charge. Mm, delicious oligarchy. You, yes, you, you have a, a, basically an oligarchy. Yeah, I'll try to explain The really important that. houses get to be on the ruling council kind of thing. Right, naturally. I'll try to explain to Ember about, like, this council does this thing, and this other council does that, and then sometimes they meet up, and there's a whole different council for that, and etc. Yeah. and so on. Sounds confusing. It, yeah, it can be. I'm just glad I'm not a wizard. Regardless of whether the queen should be, um, how is it you put it, taken care of? dealt with um well (laughs) i think we've got enough on our hands with an imminent war between the gods that we're trying to stop yes but i feel like a dragon would be you know a couple of steps below gods something to do on the way oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) just just a leisurely little (laughs) dragon slaying (laughs) Not not immediately, mind you, but... <laughs> hmm. Uh, I... I guess. I feel like I... need to... do a lot of thinking now. Ugh. I never thought... that... things would be so complicated. Just... you know? Like, I thought I'd get this call... to go serve my god, and I would just, you know, go out and listen to whatever the singing flame had to say, and just 
do it and take orders and do them. And now there's, you know, heartbreak and and political philosophizing. I, I don't know. I'm almost sorry I brought it up, but not sorry enough to apologize for it. No, I, I don't think you should be sorry about that. I think it's something I should be thinking about. I just... It never would have occurred to me to do so on my own. Mm. Thank mm. you, I guess? I guess you're welcome. Regardless, we do have to set out and recover that treasure and and bring it to her because we certainly can't fight her now or on our own and two months is not enough time to get to a point that makes that feasible and I don't want my whole village dying because of it. No, no, of course. And we should get word to the Courier's Guild if we can. I'm sure there's some way to send word back. If not from here, then uh, from the College of Artificers. Mm-hmm. And where did Trick disappear to? Um, I think probably off to pray. Mm. I don't know. I th They know their way around the city well enough. I didn't feel the need to question. Well, Will uh, raises his eyebrows a bit, but it doesn't say anything and does excuse himself to go and meditate, leaving Ember to their uh, cleaning and thinking. Should we press on? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a worried night's sleep, wake up bright and early, have a blissful five seconds or so when you're just lying warm and comfortable in a bed and you've had a nice sleep and then you remember everything that happened yesterday. Oh, gods. Ugh. How dare actions have consequences? <laughs> Are you saying that to the others? <laughs> no. <laughs> just to yourself as you wake up. To the ceiling <laughs> as you stare at it. You did have dreams of dragons descending and screaming from the sky, but you're pretty sure those were just regular dreams. Like, regular, I'm terrified and anxious dreams. As opposed to prophetic ones. Yeah. At least you hope they weren't prophetic. Like, that would be bad. <sighs> it's one of those weird mornings where the business of the city is just going on as normal with no regard to the terrifying complications that have landed on you personally. There's just people going about their business, the shops are opening up, there's breakfast. You can see a steady trickle of people going in and out of the palace if you look down the street. Um, nobody that you would recognise, but um, many of them are quite well-dressed. And the ever-present icy mist in the plaza drops you. Stops you being sure whether the dragon is currently there. Well, suppose we'd get get, better get some breakfast in us and be on our way. Suppose we should. Is everyone here? As far as I know. We don't have any hidden 
party members, just so you know. That's good to know. Yeah. No pocket party members. <laughs> not yet, anyway. We do have the skull, but it's not really a party member. I'm sorry? Uh, you, you know, maybe not while we're eating breakfast. I'll explain on the road. No worrying at all. <laughs> so, while we're on the road, I can transition us forwards. I'll sort mm. of... well, I was going to say first. Oh, sorry. You are in a town. Does anyone want to do any shopping? Mm. Not going to make you roleplay it, just if there's things you want to buy. Now might be a good time. Rilla's going to suggest selling the horse. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to sell my horse. Why not? It's gigantic. You'd get good gold for it. I don't... I, I need a horse more than I need gold. I mean, for, for starters, I'd have to dump some stuff, I suppose. I can carry most of this. And you second, get a donkey. And secondly... Secondly... I, secondly, she's my horse. And thirdly, if I was going to leave the horse behind, I'd at least take her back, back home. I don't know why you want to travel with something that terrifying. <laughs> I give the eagle a meaningful look. Harvard <laughs> is a baby. And my horse is a horse. Yes, it is. That's the problem. Of course, of course. <laughs> right, Do we well, have... I... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I said I just think I said you know I have anything I need to buy because curiously I have um, made up my equipment list uh, just recently. Um, are are we rich enough to buy any healing potions yet? Because those could be things if those yeah. exist near here in this we city. Should, should probably get some. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna say if you take a few minutes to ask around, you can get yourselves directed to. I mean, it's not a big. Fancy, beautiful magic shop like the ones they have at wizard colleges. But it is a shop that sells some magic stuff. And you, you can get directions to it. There is a person in somewhat tatty wizard's robes. Just sort of dusting shelves and tidying things up because they've just opened for the morning. I just had a horrible feeling that the magic shops that you find in um, wizard colleges are just stacked full with apprentice pieces. I don't <laughs> <laughs> just try your luck, yeah. This is probably a wonderfiable. It was meant to be. What it actually does, we haven't tested. We wouldn't want to waste the charges. <laughs> 300 gold, oh and oh. But yes, you can, you can find a place with a slightly tatty wizard running the place, and they are happy to sell you healing potions. Um, they will run you... Um, you know what, let's just take the book value. They will run you 50 gold each. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, we do have all the gold that uh, Terpsichore dropped. Could just make that into party healing potions. You make it sound like they were a monster in MMA. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they dropped it like like we they were a monster we dropped 200 gp one very room. fancy rapier <laughs> <laughs> crackers bind all equip 
<laughs> All right, I'm trying to find out how much money Tepsikiri did drop. I don't know. I was going to say, how much did they have? I, s- I put it in the thread. You did put it in somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. somewhere in here. I f- feel like I'm remembering. Oh, 267 gold pieces and seven. Okay. Pro- oh, well, we could buy four. No, wait, I think we get five out of that, right? Because they're 50. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah. that would be five healing potions. And that's. Uh, five will clean the shop out, which they are very happy about because they have gold now. But um, if you come back here next week, they probably won't have any because you are cleaning them out. I don't think we'll be back here next week. Um... I stare at this large pile of gold in astonishment because I thought I was carrying around a lot of a lot of ready cash, and boy howdy, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the wizard will look very hopefully at Rill, who has got the, the obvious. Actually, several of you are wearing obvious religious symbols. So they will look around between you, hopefully, and say, I don't suppose anyone wants a revivification diamond? Uh, While you're here? While you're buying? Actually, how much would that run us? I think it has to be 350 to be usable for that. Mm, that's a little too high for me. I don't quite have that much on me. Um, Ray looks at the rest of the party. Well, I could what, see, is I'd, it... be, I'd be happy to throw in... Um. Oh, I can pay for most of it, but I'd need mm, another fifty gold. I think. Oh, I could do that easy. I was oh, debating no. if, whether to say fifty or a hundred. Did you say it was three fifty? So the, the DM said out of character. Sorry, my voices aren't aren't good. Um, oh, you're fine. That I think it has to be three fifty to be usable for the spell. Oh, okay. I have two hundred and fourteen gold, so I'd need. 150 more to just yeah. even it out, yeah. Let, let me just check, because I, I, that, that is the base cost, I think, for the spell. However, ah. if you are buying gems in Dragon Town, oh. there is going to be a, a higher cost on gems, because those are at something of a premium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the wizard is extremely happy to sell you a sufficient diamond for Revivify. 300 is the base price. Okay, 300 is the base price. Yeah, they are, they are going to charge you 400 for an appropriate gem. What? Any chance, any chance we could strike some sort of a deal since we did just buy five healing potions as well? They just buy a lot of healing potions, but gems are hard to keep hold of because, well... Her Majesty is extremely fond of diamonds. Hmm. But not even just a just a little bit of a discount? Yes, but if she wants your diamond, she's not going to pay for it, and we are. So you could get something, or nothing. Uh, well, if you roll the um, a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. I, I, will, I will roll it. That okay. is a plus six. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-one. Ooh. They do that little looking over their shoulder gesture of making sure no one's listening. Given that you're such generous customers, 325. All right. Well, Alusha, are you able to chip in at all? It's okay if you aren't. Yeah, I can do that. 
How much are you able to chip in? Um, I could do 50. All right, then. Um, I could do 75, and then you're not... Wait, how much more did you need? Will? I needed... If it's going to be 350, then I'd need 150 more, but it's I just need it's... 125 now, so... Okay. Uh... All right, then. Um, I'll do 100, and then you're not completely cleaned out. Okay. I think uh, revivification diamond is worth it. Mm-hmm. Always a good thing to carry, says the wizard, who is happily selling you this diamond. Mm-hmm. Oh, this character. Feel free to take a look around while you're here. I, I have a sword. I have a couple of rings of warmth. I've got a shield. I no? think okay. I think I'm good. Well, do do drop in next time you're in town. I should have some more potions if you're not here too quickly. We will keep that in mind. Thank you. The diamond you are supplied with is not the most beautiful gem in the world. It's a little little flawed, but it does look like it is of sufficient size and value to do the job that you want it for. Good. When you hit the road, which direction are you going in? So, we're heading towards the College of the Artificers. Oh, we're heading to Grisgard. Oh, we are? <laughs> I mean, it's not far, and, and I think we should, don't you? I mean, if we give them more days to get ahead of us and disappear... Well, we'll find well, out. We, I mean, Grisgard is anyway. on the way. And oh, is it? We could give them notice. Is, is would... it on the way? Yeah. If you give me just a moment, I'm going to send you one of those amazing photographs of maps that I like to give you. I love the photographs of the map. Photographs of maps are the best kind of maps. And as usual, don't compare the edges of the map to like any other maps because this is <laughs> this is relational mapping rather than anything with measurements in it. Ah, oh, maps made but you remember <laughs> same reference. They're inapt maps. Wonderful, wonderful. A map. The little triangular country is where the College of Artificers is. So Grisgard is not like strictly speaking on the way, but it is not going to be a large detour. Oh, alright then. Yeah, we can uh certainly stop in. Give them a heads up. Tell them if they don't hear from us in maybe a month and a half to mm -hmm. start leaving. Yeah. I, I think it might be best if the three of you stayed outside by the wayside and I'll, I'll, I'll let people know. Me too? Why should the rest of us stay outside? Well, I am bringing them quite, quite a lot of bad news. I explain patiently, as if very obvious. Well, it's not our fault that the dragon well, is. That, that's as may be, but still. All right. Ember is looking like not puppy dog eyes in the sense of like begging to come with, but like those wounded, big, yeah, yeah. It's tough, tough stuff. 
but you know, <laughs> so is so is my family being eaten by a dragon. So like you know, um, unless you particularly want to play it out, Ben, I figure. No, I'm, I'm happy to say you take you take some time. Yeah. You know, you go by just hey, so go by and gently terrify everyone. Be ready to be ready to travel. If we're not back, ooh, a couple weeks before midsummer, um, I hear the flat is nice this time of year. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't take a lot of spelling it out for them to kind of get the point because everyone knows that midsummer is when the dragon gets the tribute and also eats people. Mm. Like eating people is part of the process, so oh. it's, they're willing to believe that they have been chosen for eating this year. Real looks fucking horrified and just. Uh, the news that, like, yeah, this is serious, that it's not, uh, you know, they, the dragon has eaten people before, and he just the, the dragon eats. The, uh, the dragon eats a couple of people every time they get tribute, so, like, twice a year, they eat at least a couple of people, as well as getting all the golden gems. What? Why did you stay here? I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I left. Fair point, fair point. <laughs> why, did, why did you stay here? Real points at trick. <laughs> Queen beneath the fucking oak, because what do you think I'm going to do? Am I going to pack up my village and family on a cart and trek them off to... Oh, yes, where yes you are, because when people start getting eaten, that's bad. <laughs> and you need to leave. I'm so glad that nobody dies, that nobody dies in wherever it is you're from, but... They did die, that's why they started leaving. Good. Just At pack least up the and dwarves had enough brains to move when people were being devoured. Queen beneath the fucking oak, alright. We'll just pack up, wander off to the flat, and fucking starve, shall we? What kind of family are you from anyway? What do you mean? What kind of family are you from? What do you what do you do back where you're from? Do you sit and contemplate arcane mysteries all day? No, that's more of my father's job. Right. Great. Pays well, does it? Keeps you in all sorts of, I don't know, arcane servants running around and cleaning up behind you. I don't know where you're from, but where I'm from, people have to eat! So you'll forgive me if you, if you can't, if I'm not impressed with the wisdom that you have swooped in to dispense unto me. Now I have just come back from telling my family that they may have to flee and become refugees in the next month. So you'll excuse me if I don't have a lot of time for it. Real? Real uh, visibly tries to smooth his hackles. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't have said all of that. Yeah, well, there we have it. Let's, uh, let's get on, let's get on to the college and whatever it is, whatever kingdom. Ember being very obviously conflicted, just like, ah, my friends and my family are fighting. I don't know what to do. That's how they're looking. They didn't say that. Yep. <laughs> it's fine. It's all cooled off. <laughs> and I think genuinely, like, finish the episode on the incredible argument to pick it up there. That actually feels pretty good to me. Yeah. <laughs>
it, it, it is it is known as the College of Artifice. It is, in fact, the Ancient and Venerable Society of St. Rosemary. 